When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Bill Hayes. And Susan Seaforth Hayes from Days of Our Lives. You are listening to TV Confidential. Tornado warnings are just outside our viewing area. But we're under a particularly dangerous situation, Tornado Watch. Don't worry about this. We're going to get through it. We always do get through it, and we're going to get through it again. Ed Robertson welcoming you back. TV Confidential Radio Talk Show about television that is happy to welcome film and television actor Gabriel Jarrett. Most of you listening tonight probably know Gabe best for his lead role opposite Val Kilmer in the 1985 teen comedy Real Genius. Gabe Jarrett, also one of the few child actors who successfully continued his acting career well into adulthood. Gabe Jarrett recently played an auto repair shop owner slash ambulance dispatcher in the True Tornado survival motion picture, 13 Minutes, starring Amy Smart, Thora Birch, and Anne Hesch. Gabe has another movie coming out, plus he'll be seen later in 2022 in a limited series starring Kate Bosworth. We'll ask Gabe about both those projects in just a second. We'll also talk about Gabe's background in American Sign Language, a skill set that has helped him stay employed in many venues in between acting roles. We'll talk about that in just a second as well. In the meantime, as we pick up the conversation, we're working out a few technical kinks as we started our recording with Gabe. Just checking Excellent. your sound level and... Check my level, check one. Check. Oh, that's good. We're good. I wasn't getting a voice level, but now we're fine. Yes. Okay, good. Don't want to blow it out necessarily because I can get a little loud sometimes. Well, no, that's the, the important thing is that I'm hearing you because this is radio. If I didn't hear, if I, if I was not able to hear boring. you. Yeah, it would be it, no fun at all. It would be bad. Yeah. It would be yeah, bad. Good, well put, well put, sir, yes. And we want this to be good. <laughs> yes, that, that would be preferable to that. Yes, yes. Let's see. Okay, you've got one thing out right now, two things out soon. So we'll talk about, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that. I'm very interested in your background in sign language because – well, no, I'm serious because I'm not an actor – but I know that it's important to have skills and things about you that make you different than anybody else. And it's plus right. that aside, it keeps you working because there are a lot of ways you can put that to good use. So would you... Well, that's exactly you, – you, you just hit the nail on the head. That is exactly why I do it. I do not have any family members that are significantly deaf um, or the sign uh, that I know of. And uh, it really just came out of the fact that, uh, you know, it's either feast or famine with actors, you know, that the, uh, sometimes you're working a whole bunch and everything is fine. And uh, the next time, time you turn around, you know, it's been, it's been a year and you haven't worked. And it's like um, I got tired after a while of, uh, of that up and down. So finally, this was a way for me to regain my control and have, uh, you know, smoothed out the, the lead times, if you will. 
Well, I know that in the limited series that's coming out soon, bringing, uh, Bring on the Dancing Horses, you actually perform in sign. But it, it sounds like your interest in sign language started long before that. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And the, the skill set of uh, being an interpreter and the skill set of sign language is pretty much the same as an actor. Um, facial expression, body language, um, you know, all the things that uh, that are basically included in, in the skill set of an actor. So you, I got kind of a little bit of a head start on that one. And so I decided, you know, a buddy of mine was an interpreter. I decided to go and go ahead and do it. Is it this is a stupid question. Let me ask it anyway. Do, do there you... are no stupid questions. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you get... Uh, depending on the venue that you're performing sign for, do you get yes. do you get a script sometimes so that if there are weird words or unpronounceable words, you're going to leave? Uh, yes, um, yeah, you're talking about the actual um, translator interpretation, the translation into into uh, sign um, from the the spoken English. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, or. Versus, you know, you're there and the speaker is speaking, you know, extemporaneously and you sort of have to come up with the quickest equivalent, the quickest sign equivalent on the spot. I mean, as as if as if you're as if you're interpreting any other language. Exactly. That's exactly correct. You got to spend, you know, uh, your thought about language for a moment and realize that it is its own language. It is not like a just an offshoot of English. Um, so yeah, you, it, it does have its own grammar, its own syntax, and the rest of it. But uh, what you're talking about is exactly right, and exactly what an interpreter does is they listen for the equivalent, the uh, sign equivalent of what they just heard in English. So uh, English is very verbose; it repeats itself quite a bit, and uh, sign language not so much. Everything is more compact. And uh, so you'll see, you'll see actually uh, uh, interpreters, uh, you know, they'll be interpreting and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, they'll pause and the speaker keeps going on. Well, it's because they already said that. And if they keep doing it again and again, it starts getting, in the, it gets in the way of the message because the deaf person's going to go, well, why, 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 you already said that. Whereas in English, we don't even notice. Yeah. Gabriel Jarrett's on the line with us. Gabe is a certified American Sign Language interpreter, works in many <laughs> venues, including press conferences, cruise lines, theme parks, medical mm-hmm. conventions. Most of you listening tonight know Gabe as an actor. Many, many credits in movies and on television, most notably uh, as the 14-year-old whiz kid in the 1985 teen comedy Real Genius Gabriel Jarrett, one of the few actors who, a uh, few child actors who not only successfully transitioned to grown up roles, I like to say grown up roles versus adult roles because adult roles has a connotation. But, uh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden I'm backtracking, going, no, 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 not that kind of adult actor. No, 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 <laughs> no, not an adult actor. Yes. Oh, no. Oh boy! Wow. Yes, yes. he's a grown-up who plays grown-up <laughs> roles in movies, television, and the stage. One of the very few actors who has pretty much worked nonstop throughout his career. That's got to be very gratifying. Um. Yeah. I mean, it, nonstop is, a, is kind of a relative term, I guess, <laughs> because you could you could say it's stop and go and stop and go and stop and go, but uh, no, it, it, you know. It, 
I suppose that's been nonstop. You just got to back up a little bit. Well, where I'm coming from is, aside from your steady line of gigs uh, as, as a sign interpreter, you have pretty much worked as a performer all your life. Right. Not too many actors can say that. I know. Um, I feel really, really lucky about that. I feel uh, very blessed. Um, uh, but, uh, but that was kind of the design of, of wanting to, to wanting to be an interpreter as well. Cause I mean, it doesn't matter who you are, um, or how many roles that, that, that uh, you get. I mean, even, even the most, uh, hardworking of, of actors in, in Hollywood, let's say they do two movies a year, which is a lot. Um, let's say, you know, as far as film actors go, um, if they do two movies a year, you're still talking about an actual work time of maybe six, eight months. Mm-hmm. You still got another, you know, four to six months in there that you're not doing anything. <laughs> That's if you're working all the time. So, you know, you better find something else to do that makes you, you know, that, that excites you, that makes you happy. Because, um, you know, otherwise you're just going <laughs> to be doing a lot of staring at the ceiling. Yes, yes. And, uh, and, and unless your ceiling is really, really interesting, that's going to get old very, very fast. Gabriel Jarrett. Exactly. Ga- uh, Gabe recently played an auto repair shop owner slash ambulance dispatcher in the True <laughs> Tornado Survival Motion Picture 13 Minutes. 13 yes, Minutes starring Amy Smart, Thora Birch, and Anne Hesh. For those who have not seen the movie yet, Gabe, tell us a little bit about 13 Minutes. What attracted you to this project? Oh my gosh! Well, um, first of all, I, I love disaster movies. Um, I've, or, I always have, um, and uh, or thriller uh, films that uh, you know, life and death, and it's 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 uh, as dramatic as you can get. It's real. Well, it's and, well, yeah, exactly. And then 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 you bring it into things that have actually happened, which this this film is. It's a, um, a particular tornado that that hit El Reno, uh, Oklahoma. Um, and uh, we actually we actually shot there, uh, and uh, 13 minutes is the amount of time that the average amount of time that uh, that you have to f- seek shelter and get in a safe place after the uh, alarms have gone. Um, and you know, and that's it's 13 minutes, and it's a uh, um, uh, it's basically it's a disaster. I mean, you figure you know, big wind hit down, knock it over. Mm. Um, <laughs> but what makes 13 minutes really interesting it's an ensemble piece it, 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 it actually uh, gets into the lives of like four different groups of folks in that town this little town um, it hitting at that moment and all the folks who are in different places at the same time it's about how they get together and, and uh, you know like survive well Tell us about your character. You're the dispatcher. In a way, if, yeah. if, if 13 minutes is the average amount of time to find yourself sheltered and protect yourself uh, from, from, yeah. from in, in a lot of ways, the dispatcher, your role is the pivotal role because in, in a lot of ways, the clock starts with you. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know if I'm, well, am I the actual dispatcher? I'm the, definitely the shop owner. Um, I think I'm just I'm just the guy that's uh, the smartass to tell you the truth, and, and, and the guy that kind of gives people a hard time until you know the twister hits, and we all realize that we're all human beings and have to survive. But uh, but um, yeah, that's basically the role. Is just like at some point, you know, you, 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 it stops being about the individual um, characters and and, uh, and their individual fights, and it's their their collective fight to, to make it through this, this event. What do you look for?
or when a part comes your way, whether it's the whether it's the role you play in thirteen minutes or any any project you do, what do you look for when a part comes your way, and is what you're looking for today different? than it may have been early in your career, or do you always look oh, for the same yeah. thing? Well, I mean, you start out, you know, just, just hoping to get a job. Um, and, and that's that's really the requirement. I'm nodding. Yourself. I'm nodding my head. I hear you. Yeah, I, that's really pretty much the only requirement. And there's a certain amount of that that stays with you your entire career. But um, after a certain amount of time, you know, you, you start finding the things that uh, really, really make you happy uh, to play and, and that you have a good time doing. And I, I found out uh, kind of mid-career that I love playing bad guys, which is strange because it's not what I'm known for necessarily, and it's um, uh, certainly not what you what I think people think of when they first look at me. It's not I don't exactly, you know, um, <laughs> exactly... Uh, uh, pull out the fear and, and loathing reaction out of Yeah, but I'll, I'm just thinking as a casting director, um, that's probably oh, yeah. good. That's probably good because depending on the character and depending on what nefarious stuff your character is going to do, having someone who doesn't look like, who quote-unquote doesn't look like a bad... Um, yes, exactly. Uh, the um, the uh, un, uh, un, uh, inobvious. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it plays against the type, and it's, it's, uh, it's actually something that... that um, I did in a movie called Reaper, uh, and uh, and after we shot that one, and I went, oh, I can get used to this. <laughs> I mean, I really could. It's like I can do all these terrible. You mean I'm being rewarded for doing these awful things and being, you know, basically the biggest jerk I can? Oh, this is awesome! I'll get used to this big time. <laughs> and I'm not an actor, but I've talked to enough actors and I've talked to enough screenwriters to know that. Um, villains, jerks, are usually the most interesting type of characters to play because yeah. they, they they get the best lines. Well, it's yeah, and, and that, that's a they're they're layered characters automatically because you can't walk around thinking I'm the bad guy because nobody does that. Yeah, <laughs> no nobody walks around going going uh, yes I'm the villain so <laughs> I must do something evil here. Nobody does that, so, so everybody's justified themselves. Yeah. So, so instantly, no matter how bad you are in a movie, you know, you know, even Jason, you know, has justified himself. Yeah, bad, bad meaning evil versus bad meaning not good, because you're always good. Oh, well, right, exactly. <laughs> so that, that and that person is, is, is sitting there doing the same thing. They're going, they're going, okay, you know, yes, I may be doing this awful thing, but I've done it because you know I'm furthering my cause, or I, you know. Uh, you know, my family was wronged. I'm avenging the death of my, you know. Uh, so it's like um, it, it, automatically they're they're more interesting. They're more layered than most characters are uh, that we, we first see. Yeah, and and I would imagine that uh, even if it's a totally heinous person or a totally obnoxious person, right? When the part comes your way and you're looking it over, you there, there there's got to be something little, some wrinkle of humanity that connects with you that makes you decide I want to do this. Exactly, exactly, and and uh, you know, I mean, and, and think of the best, the best uh, villains that you've ever encountered. You know, I mean, how 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 much do you remember? You know, Hannibal Lecter, <laughs> 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 probably the most evil of all evils. And um, there you go; he is the most memorable. He's just just uh, you know, because he's refined. He's he, he wouldn't dare he wouldn't dare be rude. 
uh, to Clarice Stalling. He just wouldn't do it. No. <laughs> Gabriel Jarrett is on the line with us. Gabe recently played an auto repair shop owner slash ambulance dispatcher in the True Tornado Survival Motion Picture 13 Minutes. He will also be seen as a man of the cloth in Ask Me to Dance, Ask Me to Dance. Romantic comedy also stars Tom Malloy, Brianna Evigan, Jesse Cove, and Joyce DeWitt. Gabe's other film and TV uh, roles include Karate Kid Part 3, Apollo 13, Frost, Nixon, the last two of which directed by Ron Howard. Good Night Beantown, a show I remember. Good Night Beantown. I'm probably the only one other than you who remembers Good Night Beantown. Uh, we'll talk about that in just a second. The original, the original Twenty One Jump Street, and of yep. course, and of course, the nineteen eighty five teen comedy Real Genius. You can follow Gabriel Jarrett on Instagram and on the Gabriel Jarrett fans page on Facebook. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Okay, ask me to dance. Ask me to dance. Romantic comedy. You play a man of the cloth. I don't know anything about the particulars of the role. <laughs> but I would well, think, I, okay, all right, well, tell us what attracted you to Ask Me to Dance. Oh, geez. Well, okay, for, um, Ask Me to Dance was a no-brainer for me. That, this actually, um, Tom Malloy, you mentioned, is the lead in, in that one, and uh, he's one of my closest friends, proud to say. Uh, he and I have worked together in a couple of films. Mm-hmm. And this is a, his actual directorial debut. I'm sorry, the, the debut as far as like uh, in a film that he's working on acting in himself. Yes, Tom Malloy is making his directorial debut in Ask Me to Dance, in addition to starring in the picture. So that's that's daunting for any actor. Yes, um, but the uh, but the you know it's a it was it's a cute comedy. It's a cute concept. It's a uh, you know um, a destined to be together type of film, romantic comedy. You know just trying to avoid being two ships passing in the night. Um, and it's just, it's it's funny. It's just funny. And with folks like Joyce DeWitt, you know, I mean, come on. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, mean, I, 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 I always preferred her over, over Suzanne Summers when I watched these. Oh, Suzanne. <laughs> Why? I'm serious. Are you a true, are you a true kind of sort of comedy? I am. <laughs> I am. No, because because it's hard to be the straight person, you know. And, yeah. and, and she and she was more or less, she was more or less the straight person uh, to yeah. to to Chrissy and to John Ritter. So <laughs> right, right. When you're a straight person to John Ritter, oh boy, you better be straight. Yeah, you better you, you better just. And she still has. I mean, I'm. I've never seen seen somebody you know that, that just just is she's got that that uh, youthful drive even yeah. even God she must she's got to be seventy uh, in her seventies I think but uh, she is like you wouldn't know it to work with her I mean she's got more energy than all of us yeah and she's a great reactor and and you know this as yeah. as as an actor I mean. Acting is reacting not only to whatever words your acting partner says in the moment, but how they may, you know, an inflection or right. or or something out of the blue, and that may that may tailor that may influence how you deliver your line. Absolutely, it does. In, in in the in the moment, yeah. So so is the man of the cloth you play? Is he a jerk or is he a good? Is he a nice man? <laughs> well, let's put it this way. He's a man of the cloth, but the cloth is a little tattered, and he's <laughs> barely a man of the cloth. Okay, so all right, so he's all right. Okay, he's got some layers. He's got some. <laughs> he does. He 
yeah. Okay, very good. Uh, Ga- uh, Gabriel Jarrett plays a man on the cloth in the romantic comedy Ask Me to Dance, which is coming soon in 2022. Ask Me to Dance, romantic comedy starring and directed by Tom Malloy. When we come back, we'll talk to Gabe about some of the other actor-directors that he has worked with throughout his career, including Academy Award winner Ron Howard. All that and more, we continue our conversation with Gabe Jarrett. We come back on TV Confidential. Thank you for supporting Actors and Others for Animals. We started a long, long time ago. You can still take part in the Betty White Challenge by going to Betty White Challenge. Dot com, as it's safe to say that Betty would have done anything possible to support this important cause. So when you find an organization like Actors and Others for Animals, it sort of unites all of those of us who want to pay back something for all the joy we get out of animals. You can learn more about the Betty White Challenge by going to BettyWhiteChallenge.com, BettyWhiteChallenge.com. Please keep up the good work. Believe me, it's deeply appreciated. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.